0: again. So even those of you who consider yourselves fans of drama might not realise that there's a vital component of what appears on screen, something that exists beyond the pages of the script and outside of the studio. And that component is called an actor. Actors are creatures that grow in very damp, wet environments and if properly tended and collected, an actor can be raised into a character A character that might appear In any ordinary TV or radio drama series I was lucky enough to meet an actor By the medium of uh, talking through a computer And her name is Jasmine Jasmine Leeson. She plays the character of Claire In the wall, in the mind Do you know where you are? I'm in Berlin Auf Deutsch bitte
1: Ich bin in Berlin, du Arschloch. <laughs> Very good,
0: 1422. You are an occupant of bautzen special prison of state security.
1: I play the character of Claire, well, young Claire, in The Wall of the Mind. She is in her teens, and she's a girl that suffers a good bit in this play. She's after moving over to Berlin with her mother, who she doesn't really have a good relationship with, not at all. And... She runs away and wants to live with some rebellious guys across the wall in Eastern Berlin. I and mean, I, don't, I don't know if I want to spoil too much. I suppose it'll be quite obvious straight away, though, what happens to her <laughs> from the first episode. But I think, um, I think you'll have to listen and find out.
0: So this is a pretty unique role in that, as you mentioned, you're playing half of a person.
1: It was really interesting, actually. And, and to be honest... Probably easier for me because I was the first Claire, if you know what I mean. So I'm the young one, so I can... It's more for older Claire to, I suppose, look and see where I'm going for her to kind of develop. Of course, there is kind of work together. I don't want to be too unfair and be like, well, I'm doing this. And she's like, well, that doesn't make sense to me. And we collaborated on that idea and what Claire has goes through in her whole life. But yeah, it was very interesting to kind of have someone to collaborate with on one character. And the fact that we actually kind of look alike as well was a bit strange.
0: Was it a little bit like playing a pantomime horse?
1: Yes, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Front half, I think I'll claim that that part of it.
0: Did you find yourself like doing impersonations of each other's voices?
1: When I first heard Mia talk, I did have to change my accent a little bit. I think we both talk quite alike. Neither of us put on an accent or anything like that, which was, which was handy for me because I'm not massively good at accents, but I shouldn't really say that. No, I'm great. great accents. I can do anything. Cast me. Do do one there. Oh, <laughs> That was a, a Dying Fish. I don't know if you recognise that one.
0: That's amazing. I hear actually Spielberg is doing a big Dying Fish 3D picture soon. So Dying Nemo.
1: Dying, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> was this, is
0: this your first thing that you've done on the radio acting kind of thing? It
1: is, actually, yes. I've never done radio acting at all before. So it was, it was a hilarious experience. I think my favourite moment was sitting in, I would say, a cupboard with the boom fluffy boom mic in my face and just breathing into it for a, about a minute at a time. That was kind of surreal. I always have moments, I think, in in performance where I'm like, what am I doing? I can't stand this. I can't stand it. Every few minutes, someone comes in. They turn on the light. They look at me. I can't sleep. I can't breathe.
0: (sighs) How else could they be sure you haven't done away with yourself? It's actually, it's a drying area for prints in an art centre. We tucked you guys, yourself and James, in there in the darkness to replicate a prison cell.
1: That's the one thing I loved about doing this project. And not that I've ever done radio, as I said, radio plays before, but the idea of being like on site, you know, and doing it as for real as possible. Like instead of sitting in a studio and just kind of pretending I'm running and I'm in a prison cell now. So I found it really, really brilliant to... Be able to kind of just like a play or like a film, even just like to act it out properly
0: is it different than having a camera or an audience looking at you?
1: you just try and immerse yourself into the part anyway. I feel if you start thinking of like well i don't have a camera in my face, I could do whatever I want my face now, then you kind of lose the focus of it, and for me, I think in performance, I love to kind of just completely immerse myself as much as possible and just go with it and so it's still the same consciousness of like of where is the mic, you know even as you're doing it, and you know wheres where's the camera when you're performing for a film.
0: He really seems to get into the emotions of the characters in, in, in a very genuine way. And that's something that always blows me away. It's tried to go, oh, look, this person really cried. But you did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I wonder what you, what's that like? And what do you do to get into those states? I think
1: it varies a lot for different actors. And I, I use kind of a varying kind of, I suppose, techniques is a very douchebag word. Um, I think originally the whole Stanislavski thing is that you think of something that will trigger emotions. But I think if you study the character enough and you know their intentions, you know where they are, you just kind of put yourself in that mindset of, like, I'm actually, I'm in a prison. This person I love is like away from me or, you know, whatever happens to him. You have to imagine that feeling. You can almost physicalize it as well, I find. If I kind of start breathing heavy, that replicates the feeling of, of getting upset. It kind of triggers it for me. I find I, I would hate to do something and fake cry. Like, I think that's just awful and you can hear it as well it's so obvious when people are just you know pretending to be upset or pretending any emotion really so i think when it's genuine like i get more out of a performance if i can actually feel what the character's feeling it feels like a good day when i can do that
0: i know what you mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) you talked a little bit about what happens to claire but how would you describe her personality and and what kind of a what kind of a sort is she
1: claire is someone who is young she's a teenager so she's going through the teenage emotions of that time I don't want to spoil anything but you know something's happened to her in her past as well that makes her have to grow up really quickly and so she feels like right this is it now I'm an adult she's leaving her mother she's running off and she's like thinking I'm going to be part of this huge event in terms of you know rebellion against the the wall in Berlin and she I think takes on a lot of this adult thoughts and stuff even though I really don't think she's there yet not like at all you know she's still a teenager and she's then like put in a situation where she just I was gonna say copped me on rock and hard place but that was just, <laughs>
0: just... <laughs> that was the other title I was thinking of so why should people listen
1: I think this is the most wonderful story I think people don't know a huge amount about like you know everyone knows about World War II and those kind of stories there's parts of it that I had no idea about like the Stasi and all this kind of stuff that I think is so interesting the way it goes over and back between the times I think it's just so interesting and I think it's gonna be absolutely amazing I cannot wait to listen to it myself
0: you have a YouTube channel
1: the channel is super jazz face so jazz is in music <laughs> j-a-z-z yeah I know I know
0: <laughs> face as in facepam
1: Yeah, that's it. I don't know why, but it's like, I think jazz hands and then just who doesn't want to be super, super jazz face? Yeah.
0: For the world at large, what are you doing in London? The
1: goal is to be getting more theatre work, to be honest. Um, At the moment, I'm kind of just settling in and working in the Apollo Victoria for Wicked, just front of house, trying to get some auditions and get some stuff going. I'm doing a bit of YouTube sketches and stuff. So I've been writing a bit. It's great. There's loads of more opportunities to kind of get inspiration from London and stuff. And I'm writing a play actually at the moment as well. So um, I'm going to fly back to Dublin actually on Monday to uh, to do a bit of work on that.
0: Assuming people hear the radio series and they're like, who is that amazing young voice? How, what's the best way for them to hire you?
1: So I am with a Reflections talent agency. I suppose I'm on Twitter. I'm at Jasmine Gleeson12.
0: You couldn't get Jasmine Gleason on Twitter. You had to go for the old one two.
1: I don't know if I had started maybe a few other Twitter accounts or something. I don't know. <laughs> apparently no
0: Jasmine Gleason has already been taken I I will I will sort that out don't worry I'll get that dealt with and you can find out more about The Wall in the Mind and hear the whole series scene by scene or episode by episode at garethstack.com